listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and, of course, other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So... How is everybody doing today, man? I hope you guys are having a great and phenomenal day. Well, as the tradition goes with TKO and how we usually pre-record our episodes, well, right now it is a, a very, very early morning um, on a... Um, very it's not actually that cold outside on a rather somewhat cold uh, uh morning uh, winter morning should i say in uh, guelph ontario but uh hey man it is a great day and uh i feel like you shouldn't really let the the coldness like uh, bring you down or anything because you know sometimes you go outside you're like man it's so cold i should just stay inside but then I feel like you should actually ignore that and just go go about your day and do whatever you need to do. Like, come on, you can't let the coldness stop you from doing stuff. Of course, yes. But uh, what do I want to say? So, yes, it is uh, very early morning. So, in advance, I do apologize if... Uh, I go blank sometimes because my brain is still um, warming up, if you if you know what I mean. So uh, yeah, today, I hope you guys are having a great day, like I said before. And uh, I know if you are listening from the Guelph and nearby regions, you're probably, most probably a University of Guelph student. And it is actually the worst time of the year, tis the season. And uh, I just want to let you guys know that, listen... We're almost done, and we only have a couple of weeks left until the end of November, and then December comes, and then it's a a great time of its own because it is officially final exam time, and okay, let me just tell you this, though. After the final exams, you'll have the winter holidays to be by yourself. Like That is definitely something that I'm going to be looking forward to myself personally. Ah, man. Yeah, you know, like the grind is on right now. And I feel like not just myself, but every other student out there. And again, I don't want to just like uh, be biased towards U of G students, but I'm sure all students out there, university, elementary school and high school, they're all just in turbo mode right now to get their stuff done. And then after all the hard work is done, man, it is party time no just kidding anyway so yeah just keep up the hard work man if you are a student or not and uh, if you are listening to this going to work or coming back from work and you're just extremely tired or what have you listen to me you have um everything in the world to to support you just just keep up the hard work and uh you got this because if you do keep up your grind and hustle then i'm sure you will be rewarded very very soon so that is my uh uh, motivational uh, uh, dose for the day. So I hope that helped a little bit. 
Uh, yeah, man. And uh, if that didn't help at all, then I hope all the great combat sports events that are coming your way in the upcoming weeks are uh, a little bit, you know, bring a little bit of hope to you at least. Uh, well, for this upcoming weekend in terms of MMA, we have yet another UFC fight night that is happening on Saturday, November 16th. Uh, actually, yes, it is happening at 8 p.m. Eastern time zone. And this time we're going to be having our fight nights in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And the main event is going to be featuring one of Brazil's very, one of the toppest Brazilian mixed martial artists, I would say. A guy that has always been on my favorites list. The one and only Jacare Sosa. So Jacare is going to be making a comeback once again. So I think this is going to be the first time that he's going to be fighting after about a year or so. And um, his opponent is not a easy guy to beat. Actually, he is going to be fighting off against Poland's very own Jan Blakovic. So this is going to be the main event of UFC Fight Night in Brazil on Saturday. So yes, you guessed it right. We're going to be breaking it down today on the show. But uh, like I mentioned last week, uh, we do have a couple of great boxing fight cards uh, coming your way as well. Well, of course, I'm not going to be breaking it down today on the show, but I really do want to emphasize that next week on our show, we will be exclusively breaking down the boxing, the heavyweight boxing fight that is supposed to be happening between the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, and the heavyweight top tender Cuba's very own Luis Ortiz now I don't know if I've mentioned this before but I feel like okay I'm, I'm I'm not supposed to be biased towards certain fighters as a commentator you know I'm supposed to be objective and whatnot but Luis Ortiz is also one of those other guys who's on my all-time favorites list so you know when I'm breaking down that fight I really hope that I don't get biased towards Luis Ortiz but uh, personally, I really do admire how how uh, how much hard work he puts into his training camps. And I feel like he's the type of guy that realizes his weaknesses and then he actually goes back and tries to fix it. Unlike some other guys whose ego gets in the way and prevents them from actually getting better. And they don't really take uh, constructive criticism. But I feel like Luis Ortiz, because he's been through so much in his life, uh, I feel like he's the type of guy who will actually take um, any sort of criticism or uh, if, if he does realize that he does have a weakness in his game plan, he will actually go back and fix it so that he gets better and better after each fight. So yes, um, Luis Ortiz versus Deontay Wilder is happening next weekend on November 23rd. So I'm actually really looking forward to breaking down that fight for you guys, especially because like I was saying last week, I did mention that I feel like this fight is not receiving as much uh, publicity and marketing as it should, because it is, after all, a heavyweight championship fight. And you would expect it to, you know, just explode. And, like, you would expect all of your um, a Twitter feed and Instagram feed to be bombarded with posters uh, for this um, Luis Ortiz and Deontay Wilder fight. But no, for whatever reason, uh, we are not receiving as much publicity for this particular fight. Now, are the promoters to be blamed for this? Mm, I don't really want to put a blame on anybody at this point. But I just really wish that they would um, make this make this fight a bit more public, especially because it's coming up in, a, in, in about actually less than a week. No, no, a little bit more than a week. Never mind. Uh, but regardless, I just feel like it should uh, receive more um, promoting and marketing, at least so that 
they like they do something about their pay-per-view buys. I mean, I'm sure the diehard boxing fans like myself would definitely go out and buy this pay-per-view because this is going to be one hell of a fight. And if you miss this fight, then I don't know what you're doing at that time that the fight is going on. But like you sh- really shouldn't miss it, especially if you are a boxing fan and you really are interested in the in the future of the heavyweight division. I feel like you should definitely go out and buy this pay-per-view uh, for this fight. But but yeah, like I said, I just want to, again, emphasize that, yes, next week we're going to be exclusively breaking down this fight between Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz. And sorry if I'm talking all over the place and a little bit going on the tangent here, but uh, actually, because I was personally so excited about this particular bout, I actually um, watched some training camp videos for both of these uh, both of these fighters. And uh, again, I'm not sure if I mentioned this earlier uh, in our previous episodes, but Luis Ortiz, I feel like he's actually um, he's gotten so much better since that first fight that these two guys had against one another in 2017. So I went back and watched some of his um, previous fight videos, and I feel like Luis Ortiz, as a heavyweight, well, just like it is expected, he will look really bulky, and um, you know he will look pretty big. But right now, when I looked at some of his training uh, training camp videos, he looked much more muscular like he still looks pretty big but I feel like he's much more shredded now and with that you can you probably think that well if he's this shredded and he has he's put on so much more muscle at this certain weight at this um, 200 and probably 60 something pounds well that can probably help him a lot with his power in this upcoming bout against Deontay Wilder in this rematch because the last time yes he did look big but he didn't look that muscular um, but he still had a lot of power so if he's bulked up this much and he's put on so much muscle then is he gonna in- increase his power in this particular bout against Deontay Wilder and if so then what would that possibly implicate? Would that mean that we're going to see a knockout in this fight? Or at least seeing Deontay Waller being knocked down in this fight? Man, I'm just going to leave you on that cliffhanger. And I'm not going to say, again, what I really think is going to happen. Because, again, like we've learned many, many times um, on the show, uh, our predictions honestly don't really matter. Because I feel like the combat sports math doesn't always work out. Like you can can predict all you want and say, oh, this guy, according to statistics, is going to win. Because he's done this and that in his previous fights. And he looks this good physically and whatnot. But the next thing you know, they actually get knocked out. And this is because there's a lot of other factors um, that go into a fight. It's not just about physicality or previous fight stats. It's also about their mentality and all the other things that go into uh, making a fight happen so again I don't really want to give a prediction and again I'm really trying my best not to be biased towards Luis Ortiz but um, yeah I just wanted to express how excited I am for this particular bout so once again make your, uh, mark your calendars rather um, next week we're going to be breaking down Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz number two because this is going to be the rematch between these two guys anyway I'm just going to leave it at that and now Ah, yes, let's uh, talk about MMA now, our um, one true passion. Uh, So uh, you guys probably know, after that whole um, Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal fight, 
a lot of things have actually gone down even more. So yes, the fight finished, and we all know. I mean, I hope you probably know by now who won. Yes, of course, Jorge Masvidal won and completely dominated over Nate Diaz. But ever since then, because these two guys are so highly publicized, if you will, I feel like um, the 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 saga continues. If you know what I mean. So on social media, both guys are still talking mad to each other. I mean, not not for Nate Diaz, because I feel like Nate Diaz has had has experienced worse cases when it comes to talking trash to his, to his opponents or like his previous opponents. Um, he's not um, uh, he's not tracking talking trash too much to Jorge Masvidal. Just saying that he actually wants to take a break from the fight game and that he still respects Masvidal, but he still wants the world to know that uh, you know he still got it, and if need be, he will definitely come back and still beat up Jorge Masvidal. So that's the bulk of um, of his uh, ideology regarding this uh, whole fight against Jorge Masvidal. But what has happened is that Nate Diaz's brother, um, Nick Diaz, has come out saying that he wants to go out and avenge the loss of Nate Diaz against Jorge Masvidal. Now, I don't know about you, but this is extremely hilarious to me because I just love the the Diaz brothers because this is why the whole world is obsessed with the Diaz brothers because they do not care what has happened in the past. They will still continue coming forward and they will just talk all the trash in the world to whoever and they do not care. They just do not care. And for this matter, I feel like even if this fight between Nate, excuse me, Nick Diaz and Jorge Masvidal does happen sometime in the future, then I feel like people will still go out and buy the pay-per-views for this fight because people just love watching the Diaz brothers. And especially as of now, as, as of now with all the success that Jorge Masvidal has obtained, man, I feel like any fight that Jorge Masvidal has as well is going to get a lot of pay-per-view buys. So when you match a superstar against another superstar, yes, um, sparks are going to fly in the air. So uh, if this fight does happen, that it'll be another great um, uh, fight card that is going to be um, <laughs> hosted by the UFC. And if I were a matchmaker, I will probably make this fight happen sometime in the future. Well, not right now because Nate, uh, I keep saying Nate. But Nick Diaz, he hasn't fought in so long because of all the suspensions that he had received by various athletic commissions because of his, um, you know, usages of uh, cannabis and whatnot. And um, he's a really strong believer uh, in, in cannabis. Both brothers are, but I feel like the the commissions are starting to uh, tone it down a little bit on all fighters, actually. They're starting to allow... Um, uh, for certain dosages of some components of cannabis, like CBD, to 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 be in the system of our of our fighters, uh, which is actually pretty promising. Because I'm not sure if you guys know, but um, CBD is a non psychoactive component of the cannabis plant, and it's shown multiple times in various studies that it it will help a lot with athletes, not just with their physical fatigue, but also with the subconcussive injuries that they may sustain in training camp or even in their fights so it could be beneficial but yet we still need a lot of more studies to go into it to fully confirm what uh, all the anecdotal evidence that we have at hand
understand. Regardless of that, like I was saying, the Diaz brothers, um, especially Nick Diaz, he received a lot of suspensions because of his usage of cannabis. So because of that, he hasn't really fought in a long time. But if he does decide to come back, and if he decides to come back in a fight against Jorge Masvidal, then I feel like he needs to train so hard because the ring rust is real. Like he hasn't fought in so long, and if he does decide to come back, then it will probably he he probably wouldn't perform as well as we expect him uh, to to perform like how he would in the past, if that makes sense. So. I'm not against the whole idea, but I feel like Nick Diaz, if he does want to come back to the UFC, he needs to at least have a few warm-up fights and then get that matchup against Jorge Masvidal. That is my opinion on this whole uh, on this whole um, issue. But um, another champion in the UFC, Dustin Poirier, he actually former champ- champion, I should say. Um, he uh, has also come out saying that he wants to get a fight against Jorge Masvidal because he also wants some heat. And he suggested that Nick Diaz fights his own brother, Nate Diaz, which I think will never happen because these brothers are just so close to each other. They would never, ever fight each other, even if they are matched up against one another. But no. But that was his suggestion. That was Dustin Poirier's suggestion uh, so that he also gets a shot at Jorge Masvidal. But man, I'm just so proud of my brother, Jorge Masvidal. He is... He's just such a superstar right now. And uh, if you go back, like I'm not just saying this because he just won this fight against Nate Diaz. If you go back to our very um, early episodes, um, because right now we're doing episode 145. If you go to our like episode 20 or something, I am sure that I have mentioned multiple times that Jorge Masvidal is one of my all-time favorite fighters. So I'm not just saying this because he just won this fight against Nate Diaz. He's always been one of my all-time favorites. So I'm just personally so proud of him uh, for the fact that he's uh, overcome adversity in his uh, professional career because he too, like he's not um, um, invincible. Obviously, he too has had his own ups and downs in his professional career, but now he's on a on a run and um, he's winning so many um, uh, significant fights and I feel like that's that's great for him so shout out to him for for overcoming adversity and becoming the superstar that he has become today so shout out to him all right so that is uh, I feel like I talked about that a lot I shouldn't have really but um, yes I feel like it is now time for our breakdown of the fight that we wanted to break down for today's show Yes, UFC Fight Night in Brazil. Jacare Sosa versus Jan Blakovic. Now, again, I feel like I mentioned this previously on our show, but Jacare Sosa, he um, recently came out saying that he, one of the main reasons why he he's had such a long layoff uh, from the octagon is because he was experiencing a lot of um, uh, mental issues and he actually had to go to his therapist to fix those issues because I think the past fight that he had, he actually lost and that had that almost scarred him and um, gave him a lot of um, uh, anxiety and depression and he really personally opened up about how 
how he would um, feel so upset and uh, even cry on his way to the gym because he wasn't really sure about his purpose anymore. So I'm really proud that he went to his therapist. And uh, I'm also really proud that he was so open about these issues because I'm sure a lot of people go through the same problems, but they're just not confident to talk about them openly. But I'm really um, glad that Jacare was brave enough to open up to the whole world. So that's a great thing for him. And shout out to him for that. But finally, Jacare is making his comeback into the octagon. And what better way to make your comeback in your home country of Brazil? I'm sure everybody in Brazil will probably root for him because Jacare has been fighting for so long. And he's, uh, he's honestly a fan favorite. And Jacare, again, in case you forgot, it, it means uh, alligator in Portuguese. So the reason why he's called the alligator is because he's a very, very potent uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner. So if he does grapple with you and you are somewhat taken to the ground, then please do consider yourself already submitted because that's how good of a submission artist Jacare Sosa is. So because of that, he's called um, Jacare Alligator. Anyway, so yes, he is going to be making his comeback, but this time against Jan Blakovic. Now, this is pretty interesting because Jan Blakovic, he is not someone to be messed with, of course. And he as well is a very, very um, strong striker. So because of that, I I would say this is a very exciting fight to watch because on one hand, you have Jacare who loves to take you to the ground and submit you. And on the other hand, you have Jan Blakovic who can actually catch you at any moment with a really nasty strike and then you can potentially get knocked down. So both guys need to be careful and cautious of one another's style and be mindful of each other's style and uh, just try to do something that would um, keep the other person on the on the edge so that they're not um, fully able to do what they plan to do in this fight. And I feel like that's what makes this fight very, very exciting. And also another thing to point out is that Jacare, he used to fight at 185 pounds in the past, but now I feel like this is going to be actually his light heavyweight debut, which is interesting because he doesn't want to go through all the trouble with weight cutting and maybe the whole weight cutting thing itself was something that was weighing on his shoulder and he doesn't want to go through it anymore. Well, good for him, but this is going to be a little bit tough because I feel like this is Jan Blokovic's, um, uh division he's been fighting at light heavyweight for so long and you know he's all his body has adapted to the whole um uh 205 pounds um weight but jacques hasn't and um this is definitely going to be interesting um really excited to see what's going to happen obviously they wouldn't have a lot of trouble cutting uh, cutting uh to that 205 uh weight but uh, for Jacare, because he's been fighting at a lower weight division and now he's going to be putting on a little bit of weight, is that going to affect his performance? Is that potentially going to slow him down? I am not sure. You just have to watch the fight and see for yourselves, okay? Because I know Jacare, like if you, if you are taken to the ground, then your weight wouldn't probably matter. And this is the exact reason why a lot of people do jiu-jitsu because size doesn't matter actually surprisingly unlike other martial arts like for boxing and striking the heavier you are obviously the heavier your shots are but for jiu-jitsu as long as you know your skills and as long as you have that technique then doesn't matter if you're 100 pounds or if you're 200 pounds then you can probably submit your opponents 
So uh, because of that, I'm actually really excited to see what is going to happen. And uh, man, I'm just, yeah, I'm personally really excited because both of these guys are just really, really good. And uh, yeah, I honestly just want to see what's going to happen. And it would it would be a very big upset um, um, decision if Jacare does lose in his home country of Brazil. But I really hope not. I hope it is going to be a fair fight for both of these guys. And yeah, all I can say again, just please do go out and watch this fight because it's going to be very, very exciting because of all the reasons that I just mentioned. And I'm sure there's some other exciting fights happening on the on the undercard of this fight. So let's take a look at it. I'm sure there are other Brazilian fighters fighting um, on this fight card. Uh, somehow my device is acting up and I cannot see the full list of the fighters, but that is okay. Still, if you do have time, make sure that you go out and watch all those fights. Um, so yeah, November 16th, Saturday, 8 p.m. That is the main card. All right, so now that we have some extra time, uh, again, I do want to emphasize, um, I'm just going to jump back to boxing once again. So I do want to emphasize that in the first week of December, actually, we are going to be having another heavyweight championship fight for boxing. Again, I kind of briefly talk about, talked about this in our previous episodes, but Andy Ruiz Jr., the current WBO, WBA, IBF, and IBO heavyweight uh, heavyweight champion of the world is going to be defending his titles against the former champion Anthony Joshua and if you guys remember uh, this fight is supposed to be happening in Saudi Arabia and with that I'm not exactly sure about the timing of this fight and I really wish that they would make it like at least they would record it in Saudi Arabia and then they would broadcast it later on so that it, it happened during nighttime for everybody else watching around the world. But if not, then I'm sure we can all uh, make adjustments and actually watch this fight live and on time if you can. But again, I just wanted to emphasize that this fight is happening indeed. So make sure you do not miss it. And again, like with the, with our other um, heavyweight boxing fight that I just mentioned with um, Luis Ortiz and Diaz Wilder, unfortunately, it has not received a lot of publicity. So I just want as I, I feel it as my duty and responsibility as a, a combat sports commentator to let you guys know that this fight is actually happening. So make sure you do not miss it. And um, that is happening on December 7th, if I am not mistaken, but take my word for it, that fight is happening for sure. And another thing that I wanted to say is that, um, yes, both guys again, because this is also going to be a rematch between these two guys. Both guys have made a lot of adjustments in their training camp and specifically for Anthony Joshua. If you do look at his fight camp videos, he looks much more slimmed down. And huh, this is going to be pretty interesting because as a heavyweight, I wouldn't personally suggest that you slim down. As a heavyweight, what makes you distinguish as a heavyweight fighter is your um, um, uh, muscle, uh, like your uh, muscle bulk and how powerful you are, how how you deliver your power shots. And if you are slimmed down, then that would probably help you a little bit with your cardio. But still, hmm, you definitely need that power because when you slim down, that's definitely going to take away from your power. So that is what is happening with Anthony Joshua. But again, because 
they're really uh, keeping private to themselves and not really showing what they're doing in their training camp. I guess we had to wait a couple of weeks and see what is like what is the update with each of these guys because I know Andy Ruiz he's constantly um, grinding and just training like he like he has been always. But with Anthony Joshua, I am not exactly sure what is happening with him actually. And what I just said about him slimming down was uh, from a couple of months ago. So I don't know how good he is looking right now so again like i said we just have to wait a few more days and see if they do come out with um, um updated uh, videos and pictures of themselves and then after that then we're going to be um, talk about that uh in more detail so yes again i just want to uh, mention it again in case you guys forgot about that fight but Right now, I'm just looking at the clock right now, and thankfully, I talked about everything that I planned to for today. Oh, man, I'm so happy. Anyway, but uh, regardless, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Uh, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes, and you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Jana, right here, and this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.